Let's see if it's working. Oh, I see bars. Hello. Hello, Christine Danroth. How are you today? I'm good. How are you, Russell Adams? I'm doing very well. Long time no talk, especially, well, we do talk, but obviously, like, podcast-wise. Yeah, I can't believe we're at the last podcast of the year. Yes, and it's the 30th today, I believe, of yeah. December, so... COVID pandemic, stay in your house. Yes, part two, Yeah. three. I don't know where we're at with that. I know. Um, how have your holidays been? Very, okay, very, very low-key, and I'm, t- I'm totally okay with that. Um, all I, I haven't done any baking. I haven't done any, like, projects or anything like that. Like, the couch that you're sitting on, that's basically where I've been, and the TV behind me is, like, you know, that that's it. And, and, and it's not like Debbie Downer or anything. It's actually, like, <laughs> so good. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like, <laughs> I... We've been watching The Crown, and my mom is visiting, oh, nice. so she's kind of been filling us in with what <laughs> she remembers about the royals. Oh, my god! And so, like, we'll stop it, and I'm like, is that true? <laughs> and, like, I'll be asking her stuff, so that's good. But, no, um, I've been sleeping in. I've slept yeah, a lot. Right. Uh, I think I was really tired. Um, we've been enjoying our couch and our TV, too. That's awesome. Um, and we've been walking, too, which is yeah, nice. Same, and yeah. Probably eating too much, which I know will stop. Um, there's but it, no, it hasn't been bad. There's no calories that are counted during the holidays. Yes. That's what I heard. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I totally agree. It's like everything... I think the whole entire world right now is basically just recharging. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I can tell you the last week of my work, I was ready to cry at any moment. You know, just do... Like, anything out of character. Yeah. So, um, the break has been phenomenal for me. Yeah, um, and, and same with me, too. Like, it's just been nice to recharge and slow things down. Um, I made homemade mac and cheese last night. Sweet. Always um, good. You know, just kind of that extra time to plan your meals and no pressure to be anywhere. Like, yeah. it's, it's it's been really nice. And I think if you can... Keep your mind busy sure. and, you know, get out for a walk and stuff. And today we started kind of taking Christmas down. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. So that is kind of nice, too. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I took the, um, I made, like, a conscious decision not to decorate whatsoever this year, like, at all. And um, I had a poinsettia that was given to me from from work. And I was just like, that's too Christmassy. So I gave it to my parents. The one you gave us is beautiful. Yeah, it's nice, right? They're so big and vibrant. Mm -hmm. I mean, I like it from afar, like Christmas and all that. Yeah. But honestly, I'm and I'm not grinchy or anything, or maybe I am, I don't know. But Christmas just isn't for me. Like, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I think it's just make it what you want to make it. And yeah, um, like, yeah. For me, right now, it's like downtime, relaxing, recharging, whatever you want to call it. And yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, so, what was your best part of of 2020? Or, the best part or, of 2020. Or, I don't know. Just give me <laughs> the highlight or the low light. Um, I think just kind of adjusting to everything has been a highlight if that makes any sense like not being not giving into or falling into that covid black hole of you know Mm -hmm. paranoia and i mean that's always going to be there yeah but i think just kind of like having a balance and 
um, who was I talking to? I was talking to a friend of mine, and they had said they they put like a time limit on talking about COVID or mm-hmm. coronavirus. So they're like. Five minutes, five minutes is up. We're not talking about this anymore. Let's talk about something else. Yeah. Which I think is really, really helpful. So, um, I don't know. It's it's been a ridiculous year. I haven't talked to a lot of people, like, purposefully because of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't connect to them for what they believe or, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm reconnecting with some of them. Um Obviously, still adjusting to losing my dog, mm-hmm. but at the same time, kind of embracing everything else, you know, yeah. like just, I don't know, it, it's it's hard to make sense in words, but it does make sense inside. It's like a, an ongoing um, processing for me. Sure. Um, like, I'm super thankful for my family and friends. I miss people. Right. But at the same time, I'm really thankful for this time, especially right. for the age that Parker is at, um, even having my mom here, we've had her here for quite a long time so she could get here, Yeah, you know, and, and stuff. And so that's been really good. And just, um, I don't know, like just enjoying the moments and spending a lot of time on our house and nice. doing little projects, which I'm thankful for too, because it's keeping us busy, right? For sure, and, yeah. And, and just being okay with not being busy too. Right. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, taking it for what it is and not putting out any expectations. Yeah, totally. And my quending highlight... Okay. ...would have to be Schitt's Creek. Oh, Through okay. this whole pandemic, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't really watch Schitt's Creek, and then no. we binge-watched binge it. And the last season, I want to re-watch it because it was so well done. Wow. And all the hype and just how... You know, all the characters left a huge impression on me. And wow. I just think when you watch the the last show or the last, I, I forget what they call it, but the last like table this. writing oh, okay, and yeah. stuff and all the people who wrote in and, and just how, um, you know, the David, Dan Levy's character, David, and he's marrying his partner and just how normalized it was, wow. like how it wasn't this big deal. And it was so funny. Like, and there were so many times in that show where... I would just burst out laughing, and it, and I'm really thankful for for people who write sitcoms and comedies, and and because it was a tough time, right? Yeah, you yeah. know, and just keeping those worries away, and sure. it's still we're still going to be going through this, but just how much you need uplifting things. To yeah, watch. exactly. I on I, 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 okay. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> actually watched I, I tried a couple episodes of Shit's Creek but that's was, how I was yeah there was like that one character where I was just like oh my god you're so annoying so I no, just stopped. there's one character who's annoying and I did the same thing because I started watching it last year and I'm like I don't like this show and, <laughs> and it annoyed me and I'm like there's too much yelling and screaming you have to hang on there okay and get to the second season okay so just go back sure that's my advice for 2020 is <laughs> Watch the entire Shit's Creek. It's so well done. Okay. I will... I will... That'll be on my list of... And warmest regards. <laughs> I don't know what that refers to, but okay. Okay, but you have to keep watching <laughs> <me>. <laughs> No, okay. Um, what would my quinting be? Um, actually, you know what? I don't even think I have. Because, well, like, I, I love how you're so up 
like positive and I'm know. not always up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you like that's what you're striving for because for me when I don't know if it's just like the moon I'm currently in or what well, I think it's a full in. moon tonight. Yesterday yeah, yesterday was definitely okay. the full moon. Um but I mean like um I kind of see the negative in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So like for example there was a um a recent party in the United States that continued to go on even during the pandemic and people are freaking out about it. it's like um I can't remember just a New Year's Eve party or something like that so stuff like that where I just kind of just you just want to like hurt somebody do you know mm-hmm. what I mean yeah so I think it's really good to disconnect now and then which is what I'm trying to do but mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to but I, I just see a lot of the um um, the bad stuff that people are doing. And, and I mean, how is it possible not to, right? Because, I mean, look at the outgoing president. Yeah, well, and it's easy to... It's easy to go down that rabbit hole, right? Sure. Like where you're, you're following stuff and then you're kind of... You need to talk about it and then yeah. it becomes an obsession. Like, I'll admit <laughs> it. I'm obsessed with the Bonnie Henry updates. I watch them like... It's the Bible, like, or whatever. At yeah, three yeah. o'clock, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm paying attention. But I think, for me, I need to know, and then yeah. I need to move on from that. To process so, and just So I watch it, and then I kind of go do yeah. my thing yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've, I, I used to love watching the Bonnie Henry. I, I, you know, who doesn't love Bonnie Henry? Some people um, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, hey. Yeah, but I mean, haters. <laughs> I, um, I would sit at work and kind of watch it, but then I'd start crying. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm like, okay, this is too much. Because I don't know if it's her, her her tempo or her rhythm, but when she starts talking about the statistics, it just kind of pushes me over, and I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, well, and that's where you realize, like, social media, and, and not even that, just media in general has an effect on people. And, yeah. And I, and I think that's what people have been trying to really balance is balance all of this which yeah. is really hard to do yeah some people have no problem staying at home watching tv yeah. they don't have to make excuses for going out and other <laughs> people it's really hard right for sure yeah like yeah. i mean you, would you consider yourself uh, an extrovert an outgoing person like a people person i think i'm both like yeah. i there's times when i really want to see people and then there's times where i really want to stay home yeah and yeah. and like last night i was kind of crabby and ragey and then today i'm like totally fine totally fine (laughs) blame it on the moon but then you know do i want to have a big party or a barbecue yeah but do i want to have it right now no yeah like sure but i don't know you know it's it's it i think this whole thing is so up and down yeah it's definitely definitely shown a lot of people's um kind of like hearts in their sleeves or you know like yeah do you know what i mean yeah like for me i i'm very much enjoying the introverted quiet mm-hmm. kind of like this apartment is definitely what i need after a day of being like outgoing and kind of like yeah, because yeah. you know at work you have to be you have to be people. at work for sure you are like and then you, talk, yeah yeah it's you know i come home and i'm drained and i'm just like kind of like watching youtube or whatever but um no, I, I, I really appreciate the quiet. 
Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely, definitely. So I don't know how, what it's going to be like. When we 20, all go back to yeah, 2020. 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, please don't hug me. <laughs> Just let's keep six feet. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. And, and it's going to be interesting watching people when that does happen. Like, you know, even our kids. Yeah. Like, how is this going to affect yeah. Yeah. people going forward? But you know what? We'll see when we get there. Yes. So, so your, okay. Your homework is <laughs> Shits Creek. Thank you, and you gotta hold on. <laughs> Best wishes. Okay. Um, <laughs> warmest regards. Warmest regards. Um, what do you What do you want to see in twenty twenty one for yourself? Um. Well, I stopped making resolutions a long time ago. Connected to Apple TV nine three three one. Hello. Hello. Um. <laughs> My big thing I'm going to try, and I'm not going to pressure myself, is I am going to try and cut back on sugar. Oh, okay. Was that mine last year? I think so. Ah! Okay, well, I'm doing it again. (laughs) What about just doing, like, sugar substitutes? Like, there's so many... Yeah, like, I just, I want to cut down the sugar. Yeah. Mainly because last night I ate half a box of Purdy's chocolate. And, like, I'm not lying, I ate half a box of Purdy's chocolate. (laughs) Today, I've consumed an Anima bar, (laughs) a peanut butter bar. Like, I can't even tell you what's happening. Where are you getting them? Like, people... Oh, just dropping them off. Like, and then... Like, it's like I'm a hoover. But that's, like, so good. That's the whole point of, like, this time in eating is yeah, just to enjoy. I don't think it's good no. as we hit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, we're middle-aged. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't drink, like, a lot of pop or anything. No. But I am, like, a sugar fiend. Like, no. <laughs> so, what about you? Um, what do I see myself in 2021? Um, probably... I don't know, just trying to stay more active, I think. Like, I yeah. think that's a big thing for me. Um, mm, life-wise, who knows? Um, I feel like 2020 has kind of, like, shown me all the possibilities that I could do. For anyone, really. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. in the beginning of the pandemic or in quarantine, it was like, um, people were gardeners. People mm-hmm. were bakers. People were bread makers. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be an ice cream maker, a chocolate maker chocolatier and um a weed grower <laughs> so that hasn't changed i still like to do all that. yeah it's like all these little mini products, yeah yeah, right? yeah yeah and it's really funny okay so um cheesecake i started with the cheesecake fairy yeah i'm lactose intolerant so i don't really eat cheesecake um what else is there what was i talking about with someone else oh edibles like i don't i'm sober so i don't partake in edibles but I still make them for other people. Mm-hmm. And now I'm kind of exploring the world of air frying and dehydrating. Yeah. So I, I, I made some like beef jerky yesterday, which is really random. But I really enjoyed it. Like I really enjoyed the process and the whole... Yeah, well, because you've been on this whole journey of yeah. exploring different products, right? And, and yeah. making things. And I think it's awesome. Yeah, and I don't eat meat, but I just make beef jerky. Yeah. So someone was um, saw my post that I made on Instagram and um, is offering me like a moose roast. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I can make some moose jerky. Nice. So I'm kind of excited about that. Oh my God, no, I think I think it's exciting and it's all just like a learning process, right? Yeah. Just for yeah. all those- One more skill set. Yep. 
I, what did I just say? Gardinals? Gardinals. All those gardinals out there. All those gardinals. <laughs> okay, so what is our show going to be about today? Can you give us a... Who's, who's our guest and... Well, today our guest is a colleague slash friend of mine named Alana Rice, who's okay. also... Um, well, she lives in Prince Rupert. We teach together. She's also an artist. Oh. And she really wanted to come on the podcast and talk about 80s movies. Oh, see. So I've watched a couple <laughs> movies. You have a background in 80s yes. movies. She's watched the movies. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about 80s movies right as we move into 2021. <laughs> okay, now how long ago? That was like 40 years ago? It's coming up 40 years for that? Uh, yes. <laughs> wow, yeah, it has been, eh? Yeah. Oh my god. And some of the 80s movies, I can't even remember the name, so I'm going to ask you about, about one today. Okay. Because I was driving, when I was driving earlier today, I couldn't even remember this movie. <laughs> but I know you know it, so okay. you'll have to wait. Alright, so we're just going to connect with Alana via Zoom, and then we will be back in a minute. Hello. Hello again. Welcome to Rainbow Nation Podcast. Our guest today is... Miss Alana Rice. Hi, Alana. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? We're good. Um, this is our last podcast of the 2020 season. Yay. So you are our final guest for the year. And Oh, wow. Yes. And um, so just to bring our listeners up to date, Alana and I teach together, and she's a local artist who does fantastic paintings. Nice. And we like to talk a lot about 80s movies, and that's our topic today. <laughs> so, um, did you want to talk about your art or anything as well? I can. I can talk about whatever you guys want me to talk about. Okay, well, um, well I'm just curious. What kind of art do you do, you do for, for yourself? Or, like, is it something that you give away, or is it just for yourself? No, I'm trying to make it as a professional artist, um, oh, wow. sort of one of the many hats that I put on. Um, I, I try to, I'm really, one thing that has really been described as like my work has been really rooted in place and it's really rooted to the Prince Rupert area. Uh-huh. And so when you look at all my work, all my work really revolves around the ocean uh, and the Prince Rupert area. So... Holy I'm sort of working snap. on a, a series right now. It's it's called it's going to be called Rooted in Place, and it's about these sort of lost little areas or nuggets of Prince Rupert that sometimes people don't really see. So that's wow. what I've been working on. Sorry for the out, outburst there. Christine just showed me your Instagram. Yeah, oh. <laughs> it's beautiful. And, yep. Oh, wow. That's um, amazing. For those people who are <gasps> oh. listening and don't know Alana... Um, does have a beautiful Instagram page and her own website. So okay, what's your Instagram is at Alana one zero six six. Yes, is that correct. Yep, Alana ten sixty six. And um, I always like to think that I'm a Norman warrior or something like that. You know, I'd like I had an ancestor that was like on the fields of Hastings or something, and so <laughs> I just sort of okay. go Alana ten sixty six. Wow, that you're sorry. That's it looks amazing. Yeah. Thank you. And, and my website is alanariceartist.com. Okay. And I just managed over this whole Christmas season to actually get the, the shop feature 
attached to it. So people can actually buy my work online now, which Sweet. no one has yet, but <laughs> I actually managed to figure it out. So that's amazing. It took a whole day. So, okay. So you do magnets, coasters. Mm-hmm. Uh, prints, yep. I, I would imagine. Oh, little calendars? Yep. Yep. Holy yep. snap. The, the, I love the, the with the rainbow rainbow pathway one. Yeah. And Elena's the one yep. who did That's Christine. The, the rainbow <laughs> pathway painting for me. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful work. Super talented. And Elena is also very knowledgeable of 80s sayings. And, you know... <laughs> Pop culture. So, okay. Um, yeah. Which which movie from the 80s dragged you into the whole 80s realm of movies to explore? Like, what was your well, first 80s movie? My, I don't know. Like, it's really hard to say, but there's, like, it depends on my mood. And But I grew up in the 80s, and so a lot of those movies are movies that I grew up watching. Sure. So there were a lot of ones, like... Like, I remember, like, St. Elmo's Fire and, yeah. and the whole John Hughes genre. Yeah. But then there are also, like, the really dorky ones, like, Encino Man. And <laughs> um, there's, there's this one weird dance one where these, like, kids from Iowa go to New York and they all want to enter this dance competition. And I remember watching that one over and over and over again and, like, trying to recreate the dance steps or something. <laughs> I just, I've always been, oh, and Flash Dance because sure. dance movies, like, what was, the, dance and, what was the name yeah. of the one that you were just talking about where they went from Iowa to New York? What's the name of that one? I cannot remember. I've been trying to figure that one out. <laughs> and I cannot remember. I cannot remember it because, yeah, it, like, I can't, I, I'm going to have to do some, you know, deep IMBD, yeah, you know, yeah, searching yeah. for it. Deep dives. It's, it's there. And there were these, these dance fights and dance battles with this, like, New York <laughs> When's the last time um, you, you know, break you dancing, said dance break and stuff, and they would like battle each other out. And it's just like I remember watching it over and over again, and you know, getting a piece of cardboard out and pretending that I could like you know like break dance too. And my dad's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm a dancer." Oh I re- you know what I remember about break dancing is like. You know, there was a time where I had the worm down pat yeah. and or the worm and the caterpillar, yeah, like yeah, whatever. Yeah. But like if I was to do that now, yeah. there would definitely be a head injury and probably some <laughs> soft tissue damage. <laughs> um, for my neighborhood, oh, yeah. when I was growing up, there was like a bunch of us that actually had a breakdancing group. Oh, We had like the cardboard. We had like matching outfits. We're actually in the Seafest parade, by the way. Whoa. That was in like Ooh. 84, 85, I want to say. Sweet. Yeah, it was highly embarrassing, but very nostalgic. So I'm with yeah. you on the, I'm a dancer in the 80s. Yeah, no, everyone yeah. was a dancer. And then you did mention Flashdance, which I think I've probably seen a hundred times. But <laughs> let's all take a moment and remember the epic dance shower scene with Jennifer <laughs> Bill. Oh, yes. Yeah, like, I mean... Oh, the one on the stage. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and that. Yeah, with the, you know pulling the the the, yeah. the line String. and the bucket releases and she's like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I could see bloopers yeah. from that and the Goonies. The Goonies was huge. Yeah. Was the I mean, Goonies yeah. 90s or 80s? No, it was the 80s. 86. Yeah. No, we it was the... 80s. Yeah. 85. I remember sorry. that. I remember thinking that I wanted. I needed to explore more and 
and that I I think with that one it had such a message where like like you could do anything you know like you could be creative and 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 have this imagination and and not be criticized for it you know like the the little Asian kid with all the little inventions and stuff like that I mean I just thought oh my gosh like he gets to be an inventor you know like I just I remember thinking that was like the best thing ever. I think I think a lot of the underlying theme of the most eighties and like John speaking of John Hughes, the Goonies, it was like acceptance. Yeah, acceptance and everyone not from fitting dif- in different crowds. Yeah, are all the and same. Yeah, like um, what was the Martha Plimpton? Okay, oh she yeah, she was in the Goonies. Yeah. Okay, uh, and yeah. I just watched a series called Younger, and she's in younger and she's playing like an older lady and what I realized was when I saw Martha come in I was like holy crap that's Martha Plimpton from the Goonies (laughs) and I was looking at her thinking wow she's really aged and then I realized oh my god I've aged (laughs) and I know we talk about this a lot but I still feel like that kid in the Goonies or watching the Goonies or Footloose um even like this morning we were finishing off um the movie, oh my gosh, what is wrong with me today? I feel Breakfast like Club. The Breakfast Club. Anthony mm, Michael yes. Hall. Okay, Anthony Michael Hall, everyone who's listening, look him up because he does not look like how he used to look. And I googled where he is and he's living in Playa, Playa somewhere in California. And um, he's worth $8 million compared to Robert Downey Jr., who's worth 300 million right well i think um anthony michael hall is actually in a recent series i can't even remember which one it was but really which one is it that's awful i can't remember but yeah it's amazing right like i mean that was 40 years ago i know well and then you you think of someone something like the outsiders and you see all those guys and they're all so young in that movie. Right. And then I was watching, I remember watching like um, Criminal Minds and see Thomas Howell played this like, right. like murderer, like a so, serial murderer. And yeah. he was so, and he was older and he was so freaky. And I'm like, going, how can this guy who like, how can this be the same guy? And you just sort of realize that, holy cow, like his acting has just improved to that extent where as an adult now, he is playing the scariest thing I've ever seen on TV. <laughs> and on the- I'm, I'm seriously like, he was so freaky. I remember I stopped watching Criminal Minds after that because it freaked me out so much. On the flip side, you look at someone like Ralph Macchio, who's also in The Outsiders, and he looks comparable to when mm-hmm. he, he was... Oh my God, he still looks like a kid. He's in Cobra Kai. Yeah, yeah. Which is another great, yeah. great series because, you know, the flashbacks to the karate kid where right. I remember I wanted... Yeah. I wanted like that karate cloth that um, Mr. Miyagi dipped in whatever and then put it on his head and like it cured him. Like I was that kid where I'm like, how do I get that handkerchief or whatever put around your head? Um, but yeah, Cobra Kai, I'm like, wow, he still looks 12 or 14. Yeah. yeah. But the, the blonde guy actually like aged really quite well. Like he doesn't look, he still looks like he did when he was younger but he aged well you know right i thought and he was like and his depth i mean holy cow like you know i I think for him he like a karate kid kind of ruined his acting reputation 
and you see him in Cobra Kai and it's like, holy cow, what is that acting chops on him? Like he's, he played, he's so good where I'm actually like just about ready to start crying because I feel so bad for him, you know? I haven't, I haven't even watched Mm. Cobra Kai yet. Have you? What? No. Oh my gosh. Russell has so much homework. (laughs) I told him his homework today is he has has to watch the entire seasons of Schitt's Creek before he goes back to work on Monday. I didn't give you a deadline. (laughs) And... Now Cobra Kai. I don't. Yeah. Well, when, he, when is he supposed to sleep during all this, Christine? He's not such high demand. Um, go ahead. No, no, no. Um, just I don't. I have no idea where to go now for the '80s movies. Like oh, I mean, we haven't even hit Madonna, Russell. No, yeah. So that was the movie I no, couldn't no. remember. There was, who's that girl? Yes. Desperately Seeking Susan. Desperate, duh, it's Desperately Seeking Susan. Shanghai Surprise. Shanghai Surprise. Um, I think that's it for the 80s for her. Oh, no, um, oh my God, A League of Their Own. A League of Their Own. Oh, A League of Their Own. I love that movie. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I, it, it's definitely not the same, well, obviously not the same movie experience, like when you go to a movie from, obviously from the 80s, like, I mean... When I went to Who's That Girl in 1987, I went with my mom. We were in Vancouver for vacation. So, you know, that has such a nostalgia to it. Yeah. Where I probably definitely wouldn't have that going to see, like, a, a review of it or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Where, like, the whole time and place thing, right? Yeah. Like, with E.T., I oh, remember God. going to the old theater, um, the... I think it was called the Totem Theater. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. And I, I was worried it was Star Wars, and I was afraid because <laughs> my brothers were like, "It's about an alien," and I'm like, "I don't want to go." <laughs> and then I went, and I, I still like when I hear the music from ET or any ET kind of memorabilia, sure. like it just brings back so many memories because I loved that movie. Yeah, it was so good. Really, I hated that movie. Really. I know I'm. I'm one of the. I'm one of those weird people that I hated ET. Why? I hated it. I don't like. I like. I it was like kind of like you'd think I'd have some sort of nostalgia associated with it because I went to see it um, with my mom, and and in the old theater, and we sat there, and my mom, like my parents, didn't take us out for movies very often, and so it was it was quite rare, and so she was like she wanted to take us to see ET. And I remember watching this and I'm like going, that thing is really creepy. And I'm like, like, I just remember the whole thing just feeling really uneasy and not liking, I, I don't know, like, there's something about it that I just didn't like. And I didn't, I couldn't associate with it. Like, I couldn't associate with the, the little boy or the little girl or the alien. Like, there's something that I was missing well, and I just, I just didn't, did not like it. Like, E.T. wasn't cuddly. Mm-hmm. Like, he, it probably would have been better if E.T. had some furry hair or something. Like, he wasn't cuddly. Yeah, but I didn't like, I didn't like Elf either, and he was furry, so. I didn't know. like Elf either. Remember oh Elf? Oh, my God, you both have to <laughs> I thought he was kind of embrace Elf. Elf is, like, amazing. Gordon Shumway? Come on. I watched Elf, but my sister and I would watch Elf. But I didn't like <laughs> love Alf. Like I didn't. Wow. I wasn't passionate or. Well, I wouldn't say passionate. I don't know. I think a lot of things from the eighties, you just kind of did because that's all there was. Like yeah. there, there was mm-hmm. only thirteen channels. Thirteen channels on television. Yeah. So anything you that had was. You to get up and change the channel. Yeah, anything that was you know on 
you had to watch it when it aired, otherwise you will never see it unless you were rich enough to mm-hmm. have a VCR or a Betamax. Oh my god! I forgot about VCRs and Betamax. And I know we used to tape movies off of the Super Channel, and that's where I got yes. that dancing movie from. Oh. My, my dad had taped it off the Super Channel, when and we I would go back watch to it over work, and over and over again. Let's have a dance battle. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> See, like the Breakfast Club to me was my favorite absolute movie because yeah. I actually stayed home sick, like quote unquote sick from school. Because, you know, when mm-hmm. you had, like, a Super Channel, the little antenna thing, they had to switch in the back to watch Super Channel. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah. you got the, the Super Channel guide or whatever, so I'd look when it was, like, going to be on. And then if it was on during the day, uh, during school time, I would be sick. I'd, like, oh, tell my mom, my sorry, uh, you know, I'm really sick, I can't go to school. Okay, and then I'd just watch The Breakfast Club. Yeah, The Breakfast Club was so good, and St. Elmo's Fire. And how about yeah. Emilio Estevez and, mm-hmm. you know... Where is Emilio Estevez these days? Oh, I need to look him up, too. He's writing and directing, actually. He wrote he wrote a movie about the, the JFK assassination or something like that. Like, oh. it was a really good movie he wrote, and it had multiple perspectives, and he like, I think he wrote and directed it. It was really good. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. But I actually... You know, it's kind of funny because, like, about 10, about 15 years ago, I had this job in um, a video store. And so I was able to, like, get back into the whole watching the 80s movies and things sure. like that. And I just, you know, there's, and then you rewatch some of them from the 80s and you're, like, going, you're going oh, my gosh, they, they don't hold up. Like, if you watch Revenge of the Nerds, like, yeah. oh, my gosh, you're, like, going that's like sexual assault and (laughs) you know sexual harassment and they're just putting it under the cover of them being nerds and i'm like wait that will not fly like that would not hold up now and like that sort of humor yeah it was really weird but then you see something where the other day i watched peggy sue got married holy cow that thing holds up that is a movie that holds up to this day you could watch it right now and it it still have the same effect on you it was really good. I think hmm. I only watched it once. I think I only watched it once too, but I think you're right with like, well, I, you are right. Like with some of the language and sure. and some of the jokes, the like even yeah. cultural jokes yeah. and like it's all, yeah. it's changed so much, right? Like and 16, there are elements, well, a lot of elements in 16 Candles where it's, you look at it now and it's like, holy crap, it's so offensive. Oh yeah. Why super, did I think it was so funny? I know. And, and yeah. same with the old, um, you know, National Lampoon stuff. Like, it's, yeah. it's right out there, right? Right, and, right. Um, Like, racist, homophobic, yeah. um, misogynistic, for sure. Mm-hmm. And the fashion. Yeah. You know, I remember looking <laughs> at all the fashion and being like... The big hair. Remember fancy-ass jeans? No. Alana, do you remember those? Fancy-ass no. jeans? Oh, my God. <laughs> They were like the rage. Were those the ones where your butt was bedazzled or something? Well, it was kind of like your butt was bedazzled, but I remember when fancy ass jeans came out. That sounds like an SNL skit. No, I think it was like a real thing. No, (laughs) fancy ass. And it had had this name tag. Yeah, that said, well, that's blurry, but it said fancy ass jeans. That's phenomenal. And I remember my sister and I talking... Oh my God, are they fancy ass? <laughs> and now, like, 
it's so funny. Like, <laughs> like what is a fancy ass jeans? Well, I mean, it's it's funny too because I mean a lot of that stuff from the eighties is actually. <laughs> Has come back so many times. Like acid wash has come back, stone wash has come back. Well, the high rise pants and I haven't. Although I haven't seen any high tops yet. Okay. Or am I just blind? The zipper jeans and <laughs> Alana. Do you remember this? This was more nineties though, where the jeans came out where you had to lock them, where you'd put a lock on your jeans. Wow. I forget what brand it, it was, but you put the lock on and then you would go to some party. And then suddenly you'd have to get that lock off because you'd have to pee. And I remember like we would squeeze ourselves into these jeans and like lie down and then lock them up. But the fads were so weird. I know. Well, I have to say in Kamloops, they did not have the, the locking jeans. Or the fancy you know. But jeans. that may be because it's Kamloops and it's rednecking, you know. Um, they just don't believe in locking up their believe- women. I can't believe you both don't remember fancy-ass jeans. Well, I think a lot of the thing, too, like, I mean, my family was very, very, like, we had a fairly big family, so it was very modest for fashion-wise because we couldn't really afford. So were we, yeah. But, I mean, like, you know, I I had hand-me-downs from my my older brothers and stuff. So mine was, like, Lee jeans, you know, husky, (laughs) husky Lee jeans. So, you know, that was my fashion with, like, yeah. a lot of the same kind of tops that I'm wearing today. So Well, Lee jeans are cool. <laughs> like, I know. And I remember, too, you know, just the whole notion of going to the video store to rent a video. Yeah. Or the latest video. And now it just comes zooming your, into yeah, your living room. To your brain. But I think, mm. I, I think, Alana, you could probably make... A lot of money if you had just like an 80s channel streaming service with like some commentary, <laughs> like you can provide some commentary to it. Like a, a YouTube channel where you just, you know, you watch the show. Like, a, yeah, the Mystery Science 2000, you know, that kind of like where you add your own commentary to what you're yeah. watching. I think there, there are a lot of things um, like that already, but that could be fun for you. while you're Like Dukes of Hazard. I could do it like Waylon Jennings watching the Dukes of Hazard, right? And he does those overviews. Like, yeah. Over- Thing yeah. that, oh, what are those, you know, Duke boys going to get into now? And, while, oh, you're, oh. while you're, like, painting or something. Yeah, <laughs> you can do that while you're painting. Or chips. Remember chips? chips yeah. Chips. Eric Estrada. I remember people talking about Eric Estrada, how handsome he was. And he was super <laughs> handsome, but, I, I mean, he was really sought after by my mom's friends. <laughs> Eric <laughs> yeah, but I mean the Latin lover. It, it's crazy just just to think how well not duped, but I mean we're definitely sucked into that commercialism of watching what we see on TV and in the movies, and then wanting to emulate that or kind of like you know have a piece of that by wearing the same clothes uh-huh. or the same hair, yeah. or you know the same dialogue. Yeah, and like. The hairdos, too. Like, when I look back on... Okay, here's a big one. You know who I loved? Yeah. But I kind of wonder if this was maybe late 70s, the bionic woman. Yes. I yes. thought <laughs> Lindsay, whatever her name was... Wagner. Wagner was the most beautiful woman. I should have known I was gay then. Because <laughs> when I saw the bionic woman, I was just like, Lindsay Wagner has it going on. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Right, Alana? 
I, I, I'll take your word for it. I honestly don't remember the Bionic Woman so much. What? I don't what? know. The six well, I remember the remake, the remake with Eliza Dushku. Oh. There was one scene <laughs> That's a big of that one. She's, she was but I just, I don't remember the, the original. Oh, wow. Because it was the $6 million man and then the Bionic Woman. And then, like, Wonder Woman was in there, too. Yeah, Wonder like, Woman was another mm-hmm. Linda Carter. Lady. Uh, heart to Heart. But, like, I don't think, I don't think I really, like, remember watching a lot of that on TV. Like, I don't think my parents really let us watch that much TV. Oh, okay. So when we were growing up in the 80s, like, in the 90s, you know, when I hit, you know, high school, like, junior high and high school, yeah, I was watching more TV. But I don't. Like, my parents didn't really let us watch a lot of TV when we were younger. So, and it wasn't like, I don't, maybe because, like, we didn't really have much in the way of TV or, or, like, what we did watch, it was, like, the nature of things or, I don't know. Oh, I think everyone watched the nature of things. Like, the wonderful world of Disney, you know, things like that. Like, we watched one one show and then go to bed, right? So. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I remember my sister and I used to come home from skating and we were super excited if we were allowed to stay up and watch um, Lawrence Welk's New Wilderness... No. The New Wilderness show? Lawrence Lauren Welk, Green. Lauren Green's New Wilderness. Yeah. And we'd sit oh, yeah, there yeah. and watch Antelope run around while he <laughs> calmly talks. And then we watched some other show. And it was just like, that was it. Well, okay, no, yeah. so if you didn't watch a lot of TV in the 80s, were you, like, more active? Were you more, is that where your creativity got sparked for for painting and stuff like that? Or were you reading a lot, or? I think I was, like, like, we did watch, like, we watched Saturday morning cartoons. I mean, that was oh, yeah. what we watched. Yeah, and then after that, we were, got, like, we were outside, right? Like, yes. we, we were outside, we were doing stuff, we were creating our own... Yeah. Things like we were playing, we weren't, we weren't sitting, we weren't in in front of anything. We were right. making up our own stuff, and I think that's where a lot of my creativity comes from. Because, you know, you we had to make, we had to, our parents let us get bored and let us figure out how not to be bored. Right. And that came around with whatever we needed to do. Like, I, I wasn't painting, or but I was always drawing. I was always making stuff. I was always like doing these concoctions like one time oh my god my mom to this day cannot stand the smell of brute cologne because I took one of my dolls one of my cloth dolls and I gave it a bath in brute cologne and then I thought oh I need to dry this now what better way to dry it than putting it on the heat vent and the whole house just reeked of brute (laughs) and so you know like we were always doing things like that like creating making stuff mixing stuff out out outside we were riding bikes you know so yeah yeah, we didn't we didn't sit in front of the tv all day well yeah i mean i don't think like for my neighborhood group we did a lot of like playing manhunt and you know Mm -hmm. being outdoors building forts and (laughs) and a ford obsession yeah for sure yeah yeah and and all that kind of stuff or like collecting cans to go to the movies Mm-hmm. You know, and stuff like that, or just it was more adventure. But then you you did have your escapes of television that night with your family. Oh yeah. Or sure. in the morning for Saturday oh, yeah. morning cartoons. But yeah. no, yeah, I totally hear you on like being um, outside. I think a lot of people are too afraid to go outside, and rightfully so because it's scary out there right now. Mm-hmm. 
But well, and also, I, I also grew up in Kamloops, which was like a lot more <laughs> temperate, you know, kind of climate. So in the summertime, it was hot and dry. It's not like sure. here where it's raining all the time. You know, like it had pretty good weather. And in the wintertime, it was, there was like feet of snow. And so you're out sledding, like you, after school, you came home, put your stuff away. You went out and you sled until you, till dinner, you had dinner, you helped put that stuff away. You went outside and you went sledding until, you know, you had to come to bed. And so it was like, we're outside and everybody sort of just kept an eye on everybody, you know, like, and you know, it wasn't so scary then. Although I'm, I remember my mom saying that there was one time in which I, I didn't come home straight away after school. And it was right at this time that this young girl had gone missing. And I had gone off somewhere to someone's house and I just didn't tell my mom, right? And my mom was freaking out because she couldn't find me, right? And it was, she had that moment where I guess a lot of parents nowadays feel because they're afraid of their child being taken, and I have to admit, though, like, growing up, that was never a fear. Like, I mean, I'd be gone for hours before, you know, without contacting my parents. Right. You know, we'd be out in the neighborhood playing. So. Yeah. Sure. Um, the other thing that, going down the trip, down memories, memory 80s lane, <laughs> sorry, I still can't talk, um, is the cartoon or the commercial jingles. Oh, sure, yeah. You know, like the double yep. mint gum, yeah, yeah. juicy fruit. Um, fruit Loops. Oh, the Oscar Mayer bologna song. Oh, yeah. I was singing that the other day. Can I was you, like, you're you having a bologna sandwich. I'm like, my bologna has a first name. <laughs> and John's like, what are you doing? And I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> but I was singing along. Yeah, the double mint, the double, 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 double your enjoyment. <laughs> double double your blah blah blah. It's no, a, that's not it. It's a one stick. Ah, oh, forget it. <laughs> Someone look it up. Um, okay, now the other thing that I found fascinating about the '80s movies is the clicks. You know, like you, you always had to be in a click. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that that I think has changed a bit. Like there's still clicks, but like when I watch shows or TV shows that my son's watching, it's very different. Like, it, it's, uh, yeah. you know, you still have kind of people who are set in their ways and stuff, but it's not like the jock click or the right. or the popular the girls and the prep. You know, like, you know, like Saved by the Bell with Zach, you know, old preppy and, and things like that. And yeah. you got the jock and you got the smart girl and, and things like that. Yeah. There used to, I used to, I think you had to back in the 80s because of, you know, the social circumstances that you had to define yourself. There had to be, you had to be this person or that person. And I, I felt that growing up in school too. I went to a high school where there were cliques and there were the headbangers and then there were the nerds and then there were the, you know, the popular people. And, and, you know, like now we're all, it doesn't matter, but, and I see that in school where, you know, kids don't necessarily, you know, define themselves by cliques. I think they probably define themselves more by family, but I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Who was your favorite 80s actor, male and female? Hmm. I really loved Sean Astin. Yeah. Um, <gasps> I forgot. I thought him. he was, 
it, it, it sort of started this, you know, forever love of redhead men. I don't know what it is. He was so cute. And, uh, yeah, he was my favorite 80s, I think. Um, I'm not sure about... There were so many really powerful female actors, actresses that I think that really, if they were to be working now, that they would have such better roles for them. Yeah. You know, like, um, like Kathleen Turner. Like, seriously, that woman is a powerhouse. I mean, she should have, like, there should have been been way better roles for her to be playing. Like, you just, I don't know. <laughs> I, really, I really like Kathleen Turner. Yeah. What about you, Russell? I don't know. Um, I'm not sure, actually. They're kind of all over the place for me. Um, I don't, it's basically the 80s is, like, the 80s for me. So I can't really pick just one, I don't think. For me, for male would definitely be Anthony Michael Hall because I think he took that that geek nerd perspective sure, yeah. and and nerd he, science. yeah, and he always you know came through to the characters and, yeah. and stuff and and you you had an epiphany like that like that always stood out for me and um, the other person I really liked too was Ali Sheedy. Oh okay, nice. So oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But Alana, thank you so much for being on our podcast today. Thank you. You are welcome. I wish I had much more interesting things to say. This is probably (laughs) going to be your boringest podcast. You know, I would not be, I would not be at all hurt if you listened back to it and figured, oh my gosh, that she sucks and not decide not to publish it. I'd be like, I would not be hurt at all because, you know, I am boring. You're not uh, boring. It's interesting. And I think if, Whoever is listening to this podcast, your homework for the rest of the pandemic is to check out some 80s uh, movies and Alana's website and her fantastic art. You can find Alana on Instagram Mm -hmm. and at alanarice.com. Did I get that right? No, alanariceartist.com. Sorry, alanariceartist.com. Yeah. Wishing you a happy new year to you and everyone in your household, Bob. Mm-hmm. Finn. Bob and Finn. Yeah, Finn. Finn's looking at me right now, going, um, "I need to go out." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well. I, yeah. Okay. Like, here, like, look at that face. Aww. How can you resist? He wears a diaper. Oh, cute. Uh, well, he is, he's seventeen. I mean, he he, he peed on John's uh, duvet yesterday. Uh... <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay well thank you again yeah. we'll definitely try to reconnect maybe in the new year yeah for, for sure a follow-up to the 90s movie yep. maybe well exactly like i said i have a wealth of like video store worker <laughs> knowledge in my head sure, yeah. so you're welcome to extract any of it if you can find it i think it. i think this kind of encapsulates the 80s where it was kind of like a, a mix of everything yeah no totally. so it was mm-hmm. just a beautiful chaotic kind of yeah. Display. Way to go out to 2021. <laughs> well, let's hope that 2021 brings some like much needed relief. Yes. Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. Thank you for being on today. Bye. Well, thanks for asking me. Okay. Bye. Peace out. Bye. Bye. <laughs> she has a Bob Rush. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>